reading well, here's not the enough. thing. Okay. That's me. Well, well here's the thing. That's oh, okay. Nick. Where's Alex? Well, here's the thing. Right? That's Nick. Okay. That's me. Well, well here's the thing. I feel bad. We didn't put My Alex husband. in the song. Oh, I'm kidding. We out here MMA, not podcast, but show. Not yeah, we talk about things that you probably didn't know. When we didn't know. What's up, chicken wing linglingers? Welcome to the We Out Here MMA podcast. Ha <laughs> ha, show, but not podcast, but now show, but not podcast, but show. I like that. Ha ha. Because I was laughing part. that I screwed up the intro, but it doesn't matter because the chicken wing linglings. No, there's my husband's right there. One's grabbing his titty because they're big, juicy, and muscular. He'd be bench pressing a lot. Uh, that is Alex Lefkowitz Costa down below. Uh, is that the Bless Max? Is that the yes, Max Holloway Bless? Let's the go. got that for me, yo. Dude, my wife got this for me, bro. For Dude, Christmas? That's a good gift. Is, what, is there anything Kinda. on the back? Nah. It has this stuff. Look. What, his gamer right? tag? That's him pointing down. Oh. Oh, that's what that is. That's sick. I like that. That's even cooler. Rockin' yeah. the Blush uh, hoodie is Nick the Double Ear, blessed. one of the favorite husbands of the husband company. Um, <laughs> one of the favorites. <laughs> one of the favorites of the husbands, guys. Uh, before we get into something we all want to talk about, which is the Tyron Woodley fight and Jake Paul. Uh, Alex, how, how was your week, Alex? Was there Dude, anything eventful oh. that happened? Exactly. Exactly. N- not really, but something crazy happened today. I don't know why that wasn't my first thought to tell you guys, but I was like, I'm going to say it on the podcast, right? So I went to drop off Nick, uh, the cam link. That's why our cameras look so amazing right now because um, we're using high-end cameras. So on the way back, I stopped at Vaughn's. <laughs> And I was coming back, and right on fucking um, Sierra Madre Boulevard in Huntington, right, there's, like, all those trees and the roads windy like that. So I was coming up to the light, and I just seen kind of, like, a little bit of, like, white mist coming from a tree. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck is that? So I get closer, and it was, like, a Mercedes Benz, and the whole front was just smashed on the tree, right? So I start slowing down. Oh, my God. And the light on inside is on, and there's just someone laying on the airbag like this. Oh, this was fresh. Like this, I was like, "Oh shit!" And like there was no first on the scene. Yeah, so I did a U-turn, and I like I got out, and there was cars going, so I had to like wait. And then I ran over there, and as I got there, it was an older lady, and she was doing this. So like I thought she was like you know like discombobulated or whatever and i was like yeah. hey excuse me are you okay and she was like yeah yeah uh, i'm just trying to find my phone i'm trying to find my phone and i was like um do you do you need help like are you okay she's like yeah i'm okay i was like do you do you care if i open your door or not she's like no so i opened it and it was like a two-seater and i was like uh we should probably get out of the car and then she was like oh but i can't find my phone so like i just looked real quick on that side and I was like, your phone's not over here. I was like, man, we should probably get out of your car, though, because it's smoking in the front. And I don't know if it's going to like, you know, Whoa. you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. She's like, yeah, you're probably right. And I was like, are you OK, though? Can you move or do you need me to help you like get out of the car? She's like, I think I'm OK. So like I went around to the other side. We opened the door and then I guess some people that saw it pulled up. These two girls pulled up and like they got there and she got out and she was like really shaky and like limping i'm like are you sure you're okay she's how like, old yeah, is she okay. like 50s Dude, or like no no like 75 plus oh no, no. like almost responsible irresponsible for <clears throat> to be driving. yeah and then so i was like here just Damn. use my phone don't worry about your phone um like just use my phone if you need to call somebody so she called her we got her across the street 
But supposedly wow. what she thought was like, I guess she said it was dark. And she said that when she was going, because that road kind of curves, it starts curving. She thought it was co- still straight. And when she was going straight, she went over the curb and like oh, landed and drove straight and smashed right into the tree. But I, when oh I first saw it, I was God. like, holy God. fuck. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is fresh. That's why I turned around, Mike, because she's like laying on the fucking airbag, like passed out. But that shit happened to me. And then bro, and she survived and she's that old. Yeah, bro. She Holy was, she said shit. she was perfectly fine. I'm like, bro, tomorrow you're going to be hurting. Like, there's you, no way, bro. You called, she had already called the uh, authorities or like the police? No, someone must have. Because, you know, right on that street, like right on Sierra Madre in Huntington, there's the police station and the fire department. So, like, they get, I mean, they got there in literally five seconds because they just came out and went straight to us. Um, but yeah, so wow. like at, at, we walked across the street and then they were asking her and the first thing that the lady said, she's like, I promise I'm not drinking. I haven't drank anything. And she's, and then the cop's like, oh yeah, don't worry about it. And then the cop, well, cause we were in the middle of the intersection. The cop made a joke. I don't know if she was saying it like to make a joke or not, but she goes, she goes, all right, guys, let's, let's get out of the middle of the street. Let's walk to the sidewalk because it's dangerous right here. And people at night drive really crazy. And I was kind of just like. I was like, girl, is you trying to make a joke right now? Because like she just crashed this late at night or something or what? So we walked across and then afterwards she was like, oh, did you see the accident? And I was like, no, I just, I was driving up and I guess like I got here like right after she was like passed out on the airbag. So I like oh went out God, to help her. dude. And she's like, all right, well then we don't really need a, um, like a statement for you if you didn't see what happened. I was like, all right. But like we were all the way on the other side of the street and like there was like fucking twelve cops there, and I like I went to go step out, and I was like probably shouldn't jaywalk in front of all these goddamn cops. So then it took me like fucking eight minutes because I had to walk all the way to the street. Like, yeah, you should have jaywalked. You should have saved a woman's life. Bro. You got a yeah. you got a free pass. You know I got a jaywalking ticket one time, dude. Where? I was in a coffee shop, and they came in. It was at seven in the morning on a Tuesday. I was crossing the street, no cars, and this day I never jaywalked. I happened to jaywalk. I walk in, I'm ordering coffee. This guy taps me on the shoulder. He's a police officer, an Asian dude, a brother, a brother. Didn't give me no was pass. It, was it the Asian guy like, from the, the George Floyd thing? <laughs> it might be. It kind of looked like The little like guy him. that was like. The one that didn't do shit. Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of did look like him. He pulled me out of, the co- uh, out of the coffee shop and goes, you know why I'm talking to you? And I'm like, no. And he goes, I'm giving you a jaywalking ticket. Wow. Yeah. Oh God, that's what was gonna happen. Like, and then I no, sucked what him a off. cocksucker! I sucked him off, and he's like, he you know fine. what? And then I took that ticket and I paid it, and I, yep. paid, I, I paid, paid the it. shit out of that ticket. Bullshit! <laughs> but yeah, that happened. It, that happened to me. That's but crazy just... that someone fo- he followed you all the way into the coffee shop. That's what I'm saying. Like, once I make it into the coffee shop, I'm good. I'm safe. But with but... that, just saying, like, real quick, Nick, because you're gonna be proud. <laughs> with that whole trip, I came home and I made myself some pork chops. Some oh, small ones, shit. some white rice, and some broccoli wow. for dinner. Dude, if it ain't on the yaka- yakitori, if it's not on the yakitori, Nick don't care. Ooh. This was all made on a yakitori, bro. Dude, even the asparagus? Yeah. <laughs> shit. Guys, flash speak- fry, baby, flash fry. speaking <laughs> of um, Alex, um, you know, saving a woman, basically, uh, John Jones does the opposite of that. So I just want to point oh, that sh- out. Oh, Chael Sonnen does the opposite hey, of but that. He well. does, and Chael Sonnen's a good but guy. Can we just give a round of applause for Alex and his heroics? Hit that button. Hit the own sound effects button. Hit your own sound effects button. He's going to miss it. Let's just get into this weekend's fight. We got a fight recap. No cap. We had the main event. um, Derek Lewis versus uh, a cop. 
in the final and in the, in the <laughs> what's his name? Chris da- uh, Officer Dawkins. Chris Dawkins. Dawkins. Uh, Derek Lewis won in the first round. KO has the record for the most KO. Is it first round KOs or just KOs in general? KOs. All KOs. All KOs. Uh, there you guys have it. I called it. Derek Lewis back. You it did. doesn't matter how you technical did. the other guy is. If he can just throw those bombs, you engage, you're done. Uh, Alex, you have the same power as Derek Lewis when people are holding pads and you hurt their wrist. What do you think? <laughs> you know, I just, like, if Derek Lewis is going to win, that's the way he's going to win. And the whole thing is, like, he always, no matter what, has that chance. So, yeah. You know, if if you go by skill wise, I think Chris Dawkins is better. It's just that power is something else. And then you know he was like thirty pounds heavier than him, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah, that was it. I thought Chris Dawkins looked good. He was doing really good with the low kicks. You know, he's doing good movement. It's just if you get touched by Derek Lewis, bro, you can't can't really get touched by him. You have to really avoid it at all costs as much as you can. But he did take. I feel like he took a lot of shots from Derek Lewis, and he yeah. lasted a lot longer than a lot of these other guys did. But just mm-hmm. over time, you can't keep taking that shit. Hey, over time, you can't keep taking that shit. Yeah. Uh, Nick, uh, did did you see anything different from Derek Lewis, or is it that kind of it? It's just like he either does or he doesn't do it. I think he's getting better with it. You know what I mean, like, like what I think it, he's getting better. better. I think he's it. still, I think he's still evolving his game. Like, because when he, especially in heavyweight, right? Like, Tai Tuivasa is another good example. Mm-hmm. They've been fighting in the UFC for a while, but with heavyweights, for whatever reason, they're like learning on the job. They're like Jake Paul in it, you know? Like they're figuring it out as they go, and they're knocking people out as they learn how to fight. And Derek Lewis probably is the best example of that. Like, remember there was a point in time where when Derek Lewis fought for the title against dc or whatever yeah he was only training like 30 minutes a day isn't that crazy that's crazy but that's just the nature of heavyweight right like and a guy like Derek lewis i feel his power is such an equalizer and he's getting better at knowing when to use it and when to throw it like because now we're seeing more tools out of Derek lewis we're seeing a little bit more tricks we're seeing a lot more uh i don't want to say substance but it's not just close your eyes and throw a, a, a right hook down the pipe. It's he, he's finding ways to end the fight faster. So yeah, I think if it was just power, then you wouldn't see him do this well, but he's, he's, he's figuring out as he goes, like he's learning how to fight for Derek Lewis, you know? So he's only yeah. getting better. Well, on that, uh, who do you think uh, Derek Lewis fights next? We obviously have a uh, Cyril, versus uh, Francis, then uh, Stipe. I don't know what his deal is. is he should fight Stipe. Have they have have they fought before? No. Ooh. They've avoided each other a while. Ooh, let's do that. That's let's a fun fight. Do that. But here's the thing: Derek does not want to do a five round fight ever. Mm-hmm. I think he said in a uh, I don't know what interview someone brought up like oh it was right know, after yeah right after Dana might have you in the you know be backup for the heavyweight fight. He's like, well, as long as it's not five rounds. So I don't know what Derek wants to do because if he's fighting Stipe, it's probably wouldn't be five rounds. I think he's mostly joking, but probably not at the same time. Yeah. You know who they uh, could do? What? Is him in Ro- Rosenstroke? Rosenstroke? Uh, who did, did he? He's coming up a loss, right? Yeah, he lost to Curtis Blades. Oh, Curtis, these blades. Curtis, these blades. blades baby. Let's go. Best name in Curtis, the game. Curtis, these blades. Uh, he already uh, beat Curtis, right? And he beat Olenek. Okay, he beat yeah. a lot of people, so he hasn't fought. Yeah, I guess you give him Rosenstroke. That's a striking match. That's fun. 
the three round or two, they they won't make that a main event. They can put that on like, you know. But did you hear what you heard what Dana White was saying about Cyril gone, right? Uh, COVID, right? There, no, yeah. Supposedly, there's there's there's. It looks like there might be issues getting Cyril gone to the United States for the fight. That's no. a shutdown. He said he said Derek Lewis to have his phone on on standby. And Derek Lewis is like, man. He's like, I just told y'all I didn't want no five round fight. <laughs> Dude, what if he beats Francis and fucking gets the title? That's Bro, amazing. he beat Francis already. Remember? That's what I'm saying. He could beat him again. I feel like if there's any, I think Cyril and Derek Lewis match up the best with. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, Derek Lewis match up the best against Francis Agon. Yeah, I think they yeah. match up the best. You know, we're going to actually uh, skip this as a morning news story, but we'll just talk about it now. Uh, Derek Lewis basically called Francis a dickhead. He was saying, like, Cyril Gaon is like, oh, that guy cool. Like, he's he's likable. You can't say anything bad about him. He's chill. But, man, Francis, he seemed like a dickhead. Like, is that so Derek? Do you think Derek, does he mean that? Or do you think he's actually, like, trying to set up a cut to fight him? I don't even know. It's just... No. I think that's real. I, I think a lot of people feel that way. I feel like, like Dana Francis. doesn't really like Francis either. I thought Francis was likable. No, so remember Fran- remember they had the issue the first time around. But they, that was they, about getting paid? It was a paid no, thing. No, though, right? Dana no no Dana White said that Francis Ngannou, when he like rose up to the title, yeah. he had a really bad ego. And he was saying like someone needs to kind of remind him who he mm-hmm. is and what place he's in right now. Because I guess what from what I remember was going on, he was kind of acting like he was running the fucking show. And he mm-hmm. was like, he was treating Dana White that way. So cool. Dana White was kind of like, um, you know, because remember when he was coming up to how much they were promoting him? Like, remember when they, when he fought Stipe the first time, you thought that Stipe was trying to fight for the title. Like, it looked like fucking Francis was the fucking champion. So, yeah. um, I guess he had a little bit of ego on him. And Dana White even said it, that he needed to check himself. And then he lost, and then he was like, "Well, he has a lot of stuff he needs to work on, anyways." Right. But but it also I'll, falls in line with what other people are saying about him, you know, like who, like, like Michelle Beadle's coach. You say Michelle Beadle was like, "Dude, we got to bring back Sports Nation," and Francis Agano <laughs> was like, "No fucking way, fuck, fuck you, lady." <laughs> and they beefed. No, but um, like Francis Agano's coach was saying that. So you know, my whole moral in life is once more than one person says it, it's true, hundred percent, hundred percent. No, oh, it's more ifs than or buts. Like, like three, more than three two. people. No, two. Oh, two. That's just two. do and ifs or buts <laughs> or maybes. Is that what they said? I don't do. That's exactly what they said, <laughs> and that's how I feel too about it. Uh, or you give him Justin Tapa. Justin Tapa, bro. How you make, how you miss weight? Exactly. How you miss weight as a heavy. How about they? How about they <laughs> both did the first two guys to do super heavyweight or whatever the freaking thing is, where you can just be anything like eight hundred pounds. Yeah, they should do that. But also it, for Tapa, it's like. That's the one fight he wins too, which kind of sucks. Like, cause he's been on a losing streak. He misses weight by seven pounds. But did he end up cutting? He missed weight by one pound. One pound. One pound? Oh, so he cut back down again. He was two six. Yeah, yeah. He was two sixty seven. His official weigh in. But just don't weigh in at two sixty seven. Just (laughs) don't do do this weight. You know? Did you see Mark that fat? You saw Mark Hunt go off. He was like, Justin Taffa isn't the first heavyweight to miss weight. Brock Lesnar's the first heavyweight to miss weight. Oh, Dana was White he? Knows this. He's, that's true. He's like, Dana White knows that. he was, but they, because they favored, they were playing so much favoritism, they never said anything. And la, la, la. Oh, oh, was that when he fought Mark Hunt? Yeah. When Brock Lesnar? Oh, wow. Man, that's Mark black, be, dude. I love Mark, but he'd be all like conspiracy theorist too now because he's so angry at UFC. <laughs> I get it, though. I fuck with him. I fuck with him. 
Uh, but but would you would, would you li- would you let him fuck you? That's the real question. I don't think I got a choice. And that's oh. the moral of the story, guys. Mark Hunt points to the dick like this. And I'm like, <laughs> and fuck. All right, I'm going to with you. <laughs> hey, fellas, this episode of We Out Here MMA is brought to you by our favorite producers of Ball Trimmers, Manscaped. Manscaped. The global leaders in below-the-waist grooming are leaving 2021 with the new product. Clean yourself into the new year with their ultra-premium body wash baby it smells good and i love it also new special offer alert use the promo code we out here for 20 percent off plus free shipping at manscaped.com four million men already trust manscaped time to join them uh alex what was the highlight of your 2021 and also what are you looking forward to in 2022 make it good highlight of my 2021 was partnering up with the best ball brain in the business game to make sure my balls have been super just silky and soft and smelling good with their cologne infused lotion or body wash and stuff i think that was the best part and then just being able to share it with our fans and then i can't what i'm looking forward to is just the show growing and us doing more stuff with manscape and doing more giveaways like we're doing this week. That's true. Guys, 2022 is on its way, and the last thing you want is to be the guy with pubes getting in your way and making this year your best year yet. Don't be like Nick six months ago. 2021 sucked, and that's why Manscaped is making a splash and upping your grooming game. Their signature lawnmower 4.0 is here to take down every pube in its path. Use the code We Out here for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Alice, close it out. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code WEOUTHERE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping, free shipping. With at manscaped.com and use the code WEOUTHERE. We out here. Happy New Year's to your goddamn balls. Woo! Make sure you comment for the goddamn giveaway. Let's go. And I go, I go like this. I show this and I go. <laughs> you show, he's like, take your hoodie off. I'm like, Cam, my wife gave this to me. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. This was a, uh, I guess not a surprising loss, but also still... A surprise. Uh, Belial, uh, I guess we have to remember his name, Muhammad now. Gets a dominating win over Steven Wonderboy Thompson. Alex's face when he said it, he's like looking off and he's like. <laughs> I mean. He's we, very unhappy. With I was win. with Alex on this one. I think, Nick, you said Belial, right? You had Belial. Uh, probably as a joke, but I think. Uh, not as a joke. but No, like, he, had, a, he had Wonderboy, I think. I had Wonderboy. Oh, I think you I had did? Yeah, um, you made a good case for like, Belial, I think. I was saying like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna remember why Wonder Boy's where he's at, and yeah, and I remember, and then we did remember that. Oh yeah, he just can't defend takedowns. <laughs> so, but here's here's the question, right? For a while, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson was known for his really good takedown defense. He was also but, four years younger. Exactly. So, is it a matter of him just Belial being that good of a wrestler, or? Is it Wonder Boy just kind of falling off a little bit? I would say Wonder Boy being. Or is Wonder Boy even training wrestling? Or is Wonder Boy not even a Wonder Boy? He's just a boy. But if you're fighting, but if you're fighting Belil Muhammad, he won. Yeah, he won. He Wonder Man. Man. Wonder Man. Yeah, Wonder Man. (laughs) Uh, But if you're fighting a guy like Belil Muhammad in your fight camp, you should have some wrestling. Like prep, right? Like, because you know that's what Belil is going to do. That's his bread and butter. And he I made that fight butter too. Very, like, what did you guys think of the fight? It was uh, boring, but it was. It started off great. You're kind of yeah. like, oh, Wonder Boy's got this. He he's training again, wrestling, and then like halfway through the first round, you're like, oh shit, he can't. I think yeah, it's the pace, dude. Yeah. I think it's just too long. It, it just 
the was sustained there, wrestling effort is just really hard, man. But was there ever really a wrestler that he like? When was the last actual true wrestler in a game plan that he fought? Because like uh, Tyron Woodley didn't really take him down, did he? Only yeah, when he Ty- needed to. You yeah. Know? And as we can see, Tyron is never really someone that's gonna be an aggressive. So he was just trying to counter strike Wonder Boy the whole time. He wasn't out there like actively like doing that. Because as salty. we can see, kind of salty. To stay in place. So salty. You know, we didn't even choose on that fight last week, so it don't even matter. What oh I'm yeah, saying. I chose. You forgot Bulls. about that. I chose. We forgot Bulls. about that. That's how. That's how much we cared. Is we forgot about. No, that we care. Fight. We're gonna talk about it today because we uh, have to. We all right, guys, to. say it right now. Belial, uh, is he ready for uh, a title shot? Gilbert yes no? Burns. He fights Gilbert Burns. That's the fight to make. Or Eves, and they got a re-eye poke match. What do you think? Eves? Eves? Eves Edwards? Yeah. (laughs) Or Leon? Leon? (laughs) Who's Eves Edwards? Who's Eves Edwards? He's another black dude that kind of looks like Leon. Leon Edwards. He kind of does. But who did he fight last? Eve Edwards. I'm remembering so much. He hasn't fought in the UFC in so long. He's been retired, bro. You know why I like him, though? It's because he does good commentary. He does. He used to train with us. No, he used to do it for UFC. I don't know why they took him off. Mm. He was a good dude. I like he has a good commentary. You know, he asked me to move in with him. He asked me. He was was looking for a roommate, and I was like, "Uh, I can't. And you moved in with Tiff. You know what I also remember about him? Uh, He called his martial arts thug jitsu. That was tight. That's aren't him and Poirier are good friends, right? Him and Poirier. Yeah. Yeah, they did it in high school. He's an OG, man. OG, OG. But anyways, not Eddie Edwards. We're talking about Leon. Does Belial fight Leon? Or Eve's Edwards. Which <laughs> Eve's one? Edwards. He uh, fights Gilbert. Gilbert too. He fights you think Gilbert, Gilbert Burns? Yeah. Well, the whole thing. He I think he should. Like, yeah. I think he, he was fight. talking about like how he should get the title shot. He's like, look what I just did to Wonder Boy. Look what I did to Damian Maya. It's like, bro, you did that to Damian Maya after 12 people have done that to Damian Maya already. And Wonder Boy Thompson, like, I did have hope for him, but obviously this show this fight shows that he's kind of you know, going around the bend now. He's getting a little older. Gilbert Burns was able to kind of just control him the whole time. And then, you know, you did it, but you did it after everybody started doing it already. So it's not like he's like, there's a world champ. He's the did, did. I'm like, all right, yeah, you look good, but, you know, these other guys did it too, way before you. I- I'm sorry. Donald he- Cerrone, yeah. Wonder Boy. That's, they should fight at 170. That'd be cool. Uh, oh, hey. call it a fight. Call a career after that. I got one. Wonder Boy okay, Thompson, go. CM Punk. <laughs> so he could fucking roundhouse his face into the make the comeback and over. Uh, man, does no Bill really deserve to fight Gilbert Burns? Shouldn't he fight someone I, else before? I that? think it's like Neil Magny or Michael Chiesa or Sean Brady or something. Oh, Michael Chiesa would be or Chiesa, Sean Brady. Yeah. Sean Brady and Belial. But then again, it's like, all right, let's 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 give Belial Hamzat oh, higher comp. Hamzat and Belial figure it out. Vicente Luque, too. He's right there. Yeah, Vicente is good, too. Yeah, but Vicente gets, like, come on. He gets a bigger, something better than that. Did, that's actually a good matchup. That's a really this, good matchup. Because they're, they're both Hamzat and like, Belil? That's good, too. Anything with Hamzat is fun. Oh, except oh, I Hamzat thought and I was <laughs> No, yeah, You know, terrible. yeah, hey, Vicente and Muhammad, right? Want to know why? I, I thought I knew this. November 12, 2016, Vicente Luque knocked out Belil Muhammad in the first round. Oh, do a rematch. Mm. Do a rematch. You can sell that. Nah, dude. They're not going to do that. Fine. Vincente hey, make is... him fight Matt Sarah. What do you want? Jesus. Yeah, oh, I like that. The terror. I think Vincente Luque is going to be 
he's on the he's on the short list for the Hamza fight. I think. Mm. I think that's more likely to happen. But I do think because Belil does need a natural step up in competition. Gilbert Burns just beat the Wonder Boy. Yeah. One Gilbert doesn't have a, a, a fight, and I feel like you know he'd be down to fight that, that that dude. So let's make that happen. But yeah, Luke is good with that. Like I'm I'm cool with either of those. But I I want to see Belil get a, a higher contender and see what he can do with it. Yeah. Boy. I like him. I just you know I don't know. You guys kind of hate Belil Muhammad, huh? No, I like well, him. I don't I don't hate him. It's just like I don't. Like, like he doesn't make like me excited. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't excite me. Like his fights are good, but it's it was like kind of boring, right? Like it was one like, question. It was a good dominant fight. But, yeah, Fun go question. Go ahead. Fun Fun question. question. Fun question. The During the uh, press conference with Bilal Muhammad, did you guys look at his eyes? Is he high? No, no like one eye just eye? looks. Comp- I don't know if it's lazy. It just looks like a different color, like a different shape. It might be a lazy eye, so but racist. I was going to ask, like, you think racist what you're saying? Yeah, you look no. kind of Chinese, bro. And I was going to figure out what's up. But he I think do you think that was from the Leon Edwards fight? Like his eyes kind of all wonky a little uh, bit? I don't oh, think probably. so. I think it's always been that way. Honestly, it's always been like that. I've huh? kind of always noticed he has kind of like a wandering eye or lazy wow. eye. But did you guys hear when he was fighting? <laughs> The I've always noticed that. I always contemplated about his wandering eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the guys in the crowd, USA, USA, and then Paul Feller's like, he was born and raised in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, I know. He's not from. He was born here. It's fucking. Yeah. He has the most American accent too. He's, he's, yeah. he's a real American. He says Muhammad. He doesn't even say Muhammad. Muhammad. <laughs> My name is Belal Muhammad. He's cool though. Is that a- I mean. I don't. I don't hate him. I don't dislike him. It's just, yeah, he just hasn't really ever not exciting anything. Yet. Yeah, to make me be like, oh fucking Belil. I mean, he has had the worst nickname in UFC history, but it's like other than that, I, I mean, I like him. He's cool. I think he does really good at like the booth, yeah. the commentary team. Um, so it'll be cool Zip if he can moves. win. He just hasn't done anything for me to be like, fuck. I'm so excited to yeah, watch Belil fight. Like if I'm gonna like really get excited about a grappler, you have to move. Like I was like, I'll say it, Hamzat, right? There's a way he grapples that's like it's like almost striking. You're like, whoa, yeah. that's intense. Bilal, yeah, uh, yeah Belil is just kind of like you know, I know what to do. Like I'm just that guy that fucks people up in class. Yeah, that's true. He just that's like, true. Toys with everyone. He's like he's, I'm that bully that will bully you. And you know who else is a bully? Uh, your guy's boy, Ricky Simone, looking like he had the biggest broad shoulders ever and also knocking out a human being very easily. Third round. Young, I like this kid a lot. So let's just get into it right now. Who does he fight next? How do we, but think of it less of um, where he's, who's he supposed to fight, but like strategically as the UFC, if you were his promoter, how do we get him on the best path to probably fighting a top five in like two fights? Who's next that actually helps his career, not just get a good win? Alex, you have a great background, so you can go first. Um, Nick, I'm gonna say, man, Nick. I said, me, and, me and Nick had talked about this before, too, bro. Have him, he called him out. Sean O'Malley, dude. Ricky Simone is a hard fight because he's so he's short and he's really strong. His, so pressure, strong. his pressure is insane. He's very powerful. Have him fight Sean O'Malley. I think that's... To me, in my eyes, if Sean O'Malley can go out there and do work on Ricky Simone, then I'll be like, all right, you know what? Sean O'Malley, he's fucking good. Would you go this far that if O'Malley beat Ricky Simone, you would get an O'Malley podcast tattoo on you? No. (laughs) Okay. I I wouldn't even get a Tiger Belly tattoo, (laughs) even though he can't even show up to that one, even though he's invited (laughs) and you change your schedule around for him. (laughs) Nick, your thoughts? 
so since you took Sean O'Malley, and if I'm Sean Shelby or whatever, I'm saying, nope, I'm going to save Sean O'Malley because he's a huge potential star. And I would also save Ricky Simone and maybe throw him a guy like maybe even a Pedro or a Marlon Vera. I think it'd be a really fun fight. I think Cheeto, because that way it's like, okay, if Cheeto beats Ricky Simone, he just beat a fucking savage and then vice versa, same deal. So uh, I think that would be good. Enter the top 10. What do you think, Alex? Um, I don't know if you saw this, but they announced Song Yadong versus Marlon Marais today. Yep. Yeah. That's, That's going to be on the uh, fights that, make you, act that up. Make, you, make me act up. Oh, shit, my oh. bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, because, well, because you said Marlon Marais, Burn so I, I thought you were like, oh, I thought you didn't see it. Did I say Marlon Marais? My bad. Yeah, Marlon meant, Vera. Yeah. At least in Marlon Vera. I thought I, I, thought I said, said Marlon Marais. Yeah. Look, guys, anyway, there's a lot matter. of Brazilian Marlins in this world. And we're going to... Chauvera's not Brazilian. Get it oh, I'm right. sorry. Latin, what is he? Sorry, I'm sorry. There's a lot of notes. Latin American Marlins in the world. And South Americans. Um, Alex, uh, who do you really think he should fight? Come on. Give me something juicy. No, I honestly, I think he should fight Sean O'Malley. You really Sean think O'Malley? Sean O'Malley, a star right now, that guy? If you're... Here's the thing. I think... My honest opinion, I think uh, Ricky Simone has a way better chance of being champion because Gold. I feel like he has striking and he has a really good grappling. So, yeah, I would feel like, obviously, they want right, to build up fine. Sean O'Malley more because he's fucking pothead, you know, fucking Whoa. loud and can't show Whoa. up his shit on time. But, Whoa. like, Ricky Simone, <laughs> like, he, can, he actually has a chance to be champion. And if they really want to build up Sean O'Malley, I'm telling you, if he beats someone like Ricky Simone, I bet you anything he gets so much more respect than he does right now because Ricky Simone is good. Damn, I'll say this. Sean O'Malley beats Kyrie Irving one-on-one. Anyways, uh, <laughs> let's get on to the next thing. Uh, He's on my team. So. Really quick. Uh, not really quick. You know what? I love this so much. This guy seems like he went back in a time machine, and he was back to his starching days. I'll be. Uh, Cub Swanson, my friend. Vintage Cubs punched, Swanson, too. Like, the Cubs Swanson with the hands down, bouncing all over the place, WEC came back, and he destroyed Elkins. Um, Nick, I'll let you talk first because, I mean, that's your boy. You love that guy. Yeah. You, know, you picked I'm against a big him, cubby. you piece of shit. I, I did pick against him. But <laughs> the reason why I picked against him was because Darren Elkins has just been on fire. Uh, but so mean? is Cub Swanson. Cub Swanson, his knockout <laughs> over Daniel Pineda was pretty crazy. But... Um, when it comes to what's his name, Darren Elkins, he gets hit, he gets damaged early in the fight. But in my head, I was like, okay, well, he's probably gonna try try to tie up Cub Swanson and take him down and hold him down, and and usually the momentum shifts because that's how the past fights have been for him. But Cub Swanson wasn't playing any of that shit. He knew exactly what he needed to do. He played that that finish perfectly, and he just sniped him apart. Like he just sniped him. And dude, it was it was really cool to see. So I, I was excited. I was happy either way. Uh, Alex, do we see Cub making a run right now? One thirty five. Now that he's dropped, I don't think. Oh, I don't think so. I don't that, even. He's never done one thirty five yet. So thirty five. I don't know. I don't think so. He's planning he's, on it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just like I don't. We've seen Cub lose like a good amount of good amount, and there's been Whoa. to me honest. <laughs> No, I'm a big fan. I mean, I chose. What about him, Charles just, Oliveira, dude? He lost a lot too. Ooh, yeah. logic, know, baby. Also, Charles Oliveira is young. Cubs like 
Cubs been Cubs older now. And he's from I think Palm he's thirty. I think he's thirty-two. He just looks like he's fifty-two. How old is he? Just all MMA fighters. Yeah, right. he like thirty. I, I don't think he can make a run for the title. I don't know if he thinks he can either. I don't but, think so. Um, I think he just wants fun fights, right? Like yeah. for a guy like Cub Swanson, and like I think you put him in a category like a Donald Cerrone or something mm-hmm. like that. But no one wants. They to should just be. But no, no, but like Cubs, Donald Cerrone, his biggest issue is he just said yes to too many fights. If he just picked his fights a little bit better, I feel like, you know, he probably wouldn't have had as many losses. But um, when it comes to Cub Swanson, I feel like there's a lot of fun fights for him. He called out Araya Faber at 135, or he was like thinking about doing uh, right with Araya Faber at 135. That's a really fun fight. That's great. I'm in. Or Cody, come back up. Let's go. 135. Cody and Cub. Let's go. That'd be pretty fire. Hey, but oh. Cub did look really good. That whole like switch dance, the step fl- in and flying that right hook. Dude, what was that? that fucking hook. That hit oh, him. This is the he, thing with Elkins, bro. It's like Elkins gets punished, but he never really gets. I feel like you don't really ever see him get finished, finished nope. like that. Just bleeds and, a dude, lot. Cub, Cub looked good. And Cub yeah, looked like big. That's why I was kind of like, damn, he wants to cut to 35. Like, he looked big yeah. to me. Yeah, but that face, like, though, his face ages like shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, he looks old his, as fuck. His skin is going to be, his face is going to be skin tight if he cuts to 135. It's going to be. I hope he does. It's like I mean, just putting sucked in. His face next to his wife, Kendra, it's very apparent. Very Who's he married to? He had his, oh, he had his kids there. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. Beautiful. It was funny Kendra when he went over there and he was like this, and his little son was like, yeah. Daughter was like, yeah. Like, uh, Kendra, I think she used to, like, host the WC Best Of on, like. She, yeah, remember she, she did. Was, like, I remember this Or, chick. like, the Best Of on, like, the UFC show or something like that. I forgot what it was. I remember her. I remember this chick. Because I remember she looked familiar when she walked in the cage. So I was like, okay, cool. Cubs got a fucking lady and, and the kids. Good for him. That's why he got the W. Shout out to you the twins. I mean? He has, they have powers like Wanda and Pietro. <laughs> um all right guys uh do you guys want to do any other shout outs i know gamrod had that uh weird knee of um what is it breaking a rib but not breaking a rib I don't, what, I don't really know what happened all i know is i guess he, he tapped out he was he was injured in camp he hurt his rib and then it, as soon as he threw the knee he already knew like hey it's, it's it like yeah, it probably I, broke right on impact it, i'd like to criticize the ref that was weird like he already told the ref I'm out. And then the ref, like, all instead of like separating them, he just was kept doing this. And homeboy started to choke him out. I was like, <laughs> hey, ref, yeah. stop the fight. I get that, but like separate them first <laughs> and then do the hand thing. Alex, I Pretty need you to up. take a ref class and work for the UFC. Come on. Bro, I dude. want to, but it's like 3K or some shit like that. Okay. We'll raise the money. Why don't we raise the money for this? Yeah. Huh? You, you want, if you do it for, we'll raise the money on here. All right, hey, if y'all want to donate, I'll f- go do that shit tomorrow if we got the money. <laughs> I'll go do that stuff. Stop grabbing your chest, man. We get it. They're huge. Alex, yeah. you would be a ref, boy. All right, guys. Dude, I'd, be, uh, I'd love it. Let's do another recap. Um, before we, we're going to talk to Yeah, I guess we'll just go to this one right now. Jake Paul and T-Wood. You know what? Let's talk about it. Let's break it down. Fake. T-Wood fell asleep. Um, All right, guys, where was everybody talk, when you watched you, it? You guys talk about the fight because actually then I ended up watching the pre-fight face-off with Ariel Hawani, and that shit made me laugh. And I was like, if I had it watched this, it was funny. They're funny <laughs> was, together. They're, they're magic, funny. actually. They should do a podcast. You know what Fox, they should do? They they should do the boxing version of White Man Can't Jump. That's what they should do. Dude, they, they really should. Uh, and right? Alex will never watch it. He, would not, he wouldn't I'd watch it. The theater. I, know Look, would, I don't so. like Jake Paul either. Right? You don't? I, I think he's great. But I'll say this. 
part of me wants to believe that he's a good guy and the other part of me feels like he's just doing this for just because he has to because it's way easier to get people to like you or to watch you if they hate if they hate you duh business 101 you know what i mean and he's doing a really good job of making people hate him but there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there a lot of people thinking the fight's fake what do you like, think? What's Alex, your take on this? Do you hey, think can it's I, fake? I, Alex, I just you want, texted us and said it was fake. Yeah, I, I want to get my credit because I texted y'all immediately, and now everybody's saying it's fake. I bank called that shit. So that's, here's here's the story. Not fake. Ready? That's not fake. Hey, every fight you say is fake <clears throat> though with Jake Paul. <laughs> yeah. Sure. No, I didn't you think you said the that first about the last one. I didn't. Th- no, I didn't. You didn't say that. No, I didn't you said, say. You it. said the Nate Robinson one. You didn't. You didn't say it was suspect when he just let him go after he got dropped. Well, afterwards, but during the fight, after the fight, I didn't think it was like in time. I didn't think it was suspect. All right, all right. Okay. Literally. Also, we don't really care when you said it. You said it. Okay. <laughs> on November 2nd, I did not say that. It changed my mind later. All right, but here, here's the story, right? So I was here. I was watching it with Smance and my homie Bushta, right? What we do you mean Smance? And Ho? Hey, no, no. We, I was... We watched it together. That's all you need. No. <laughs> oh, what? And, uh, oh, okay. And, um... So literally, I was sitting there, and this was this was the first time in a while that there was a fight, and I was sitting there. Heart rate was just seventy beats per minute, Why? just chilling, oh, you know, just resting. Got it. Just chilling, bro. Like I didn't care. Uh, I didn't give a fuck about this fight at all. But I was like, let me watch it because I know we're gonna talk about it. And I can swear they can they can break their mic arms off of their desk and swear as well too. Literally right when the knockout happened, my homie Bushta goes, so Alex, what do you think about it? I was like, did you guys not see him signaling signaling with his hand right before he threw that right hand? He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, this shit looks so fucking fake. He's like, you do you think so? I'm like, yeah. I was like, I noticed it right before he threw that hand. He with his right hand kept he shifted his right hand two times, went in for some weird ass jab, shifted it again, and then threw the most wound up fucking hook. And like Tyron, all of a sudden, swipes down and turns his head and gets smashed by it. I'm like, bro, how did that shit? I'm like, Tyron is a fucking. I don't know Tyron is a striker, but bro, come on, that shit. And then like, a lot of people after that were like doing slow mos of like Tyron bracing for it and all this type of shit. I I noticed in real time Jake Paul doing. Oh my god! And then he like, but it's like so tight and loaded, and just like it's like, how do you not see that? I feel like anybody would would have seen it. And I'm a world class striker. Let me put that out there. Uh, Nick, you have small hands today. Go ahead. <laughs> I have small hands every day. So watch your fucking no, just today. Mouth. Today, I think. It, <laughs> hey, Nick, hey, watch your fucking bigger than mouth, mine, bro. So watch your fucking mouth, Gilbert. Today, yeah, dude. Tiff got bigger hands than me, though. I'll keep that she real. She got bigger hands than everyone. Come on. She got bigger dick than me, too. Anyway. Salvador, I'm She got a big old dick. Uh, nah, but I'll, I'll, I'll play devil's advocate to the, the conspiracy theory. In my head, I think, okay, yeah, it could be very likely that they have a whole stage thing, right? Like, they, they planned it out because, you know, Jake Paul needs to get a W to stay relevant and to stay successful. So it's in his best interest to be like, hey, I'll fucking pay you out to take a dive. But I'll say this. I think something like this happens because you get a guy like Jake Paul, who's all in. He's a high achiever, whether we like him or not. He, the kid's a winner, bro. Like this guy goes out and he fucking does what he needs to do on top of having all the pressure of the promotion on his back. So he's used to succeeding in high pressure situations. 
He's training really fucking hard. He wants nothing more than to be a boxer. And then you get a guy like Tyron Woodley, who's on the downward spiral of his career, not really training that much, takes the fight on two weeks' notice, <laughs> probably thinks in his head, he's like, man, there's no fucking way this dude is going to hit me and knock me out. No fucking way. He takes it lightly, misreads something, and gets caught. I feel like that's that's quite likely, too. Bro, you, I just watched it right now. I mean, I see what you're saying, Alex, but dude, that shit was just homeboy not putting his hand up because he reacted like he was trying to and then gets knocked out. He, his hands were here. He was looking for the body shot. He goes, bang. But in slow motion, it does look really bad. But yeah, because in slow everything motion, in slow motion looks he puts bad. his hand down. Everything. So you think he would be like, you know, going like this, but he puts his hand down and goes, Bro, every, if you watch every slow motion punch, people see that shit coming and they get hit. Hey, all I'm gonna say is, bro, Jake Paul hit Tyron with some bombs in that first fight, and then all of a sudden, you think so? no, yeah, what? and then in what this fight, all of a sudden, and then nah, Tyron, I don't think hey, he even Tyron wasn't even knocked out because when he was laying there and he's on the floor, you know, like when people's stomachs go <laughs> when you're knocked yeah. out, bro, yeah. he was sitting there just like, all right, and then the ref's like, all right, cool, all right, it's been 10 seconds, start getting up slow. He's like, all right, bet, and then <laughs> got up all slow. Tyron's, <laughs> and Tyron's like, I'm a car, got no roof. I'm driving my car, got no roof. <laughs> <And then laughs> That's the signal. Jake's, That's the signal. <laughs> yeah, Jake's like this, I got my car, no roof, got my car, no roof. And he goes, Boom. got it. Bro, but he, I don't know, <laughs> I, seen, I seen that, hand, I saw the hand shit, and I remember in real time thinking like, the fuck is he doing with his hand? His right hand. It's a universal sign to say, hey, take the dive. Take exactly. The dive. Low key though, right? Like they could have been like, hey, around like round six. Like let's let it go out a little bit. Around round six, I'll 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 signal you with my hand and let me just fucking clock you. He's like, Here's I'll give you a fucking half a million dollar watch and then I'll pay you and I'll give you an extra fucking three million if you let me knock you out. Bro, I don't know. I would he, take that shit. I'd let Jake he, Paul he knock me out for Jake, a million dollars. He beats Jake, then Tyron can still make more money doing other weird celebrity shit. You know? I don't know. But, like, honestly, if he beats Jake, here's the, here's the fucked up part about it all. I feel like if Tyron Woodley beat Jake, we'd all just be like, all right, like he's supposed to. Like, yeah. it wouldn't be that hype. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. it's just, so it's just like, at that point, it's like, bro, like, no one's going to give a fuck if he wins. So they're probably we'll just like, celebrate. Bro, yeah, we'd we'd celebrate Tyron Woodley for like two weeks. Not be even, like, not all even right. though. <laughs> like, you know what's crazy? It's like, damn it, Tyron Woodley was the UFC welterweight champion. How fucking crazy is that? Uh, let me ask you guys: Do you guys? Because I don't think so. But do you guys think this destroys his legacy? Because that's all I'm seeing. And like Dylan, I'm gonna call Dylan out because Dylan at Super Rare said that it ruined his legacy. I'm like, bro, uh, it doesn't. Kind of. No, but a it's a bit. whole different sport. I, I wouldn't though. say like For his sure. MMA legacy, but like it's just a like That's his what perception, I said, her Absolutely. perception legacy. Like it's just like, uh, it's more like, ah, uh, why'd you do that? It's like when BJ Penn keeps fighting, it doesn't ruin what he's done in his legacy of an MMA fighter, but it's like, it doesn't sit well like a George St. Pierre going out on top or Habib. Yeah, it's but that for me, it's like, we know that Tyron's 40. We know that he's retired already from MMA. You know, we know that he didn't do the best towards the end of his career. So, like, him losing some boxing fights, I mean, it's like, all right. Like, that we, I just feel like if you put everything in perspective, like, well, Nick was even saying, right, he's not a striker. He was never a striker. He was always a counterpuncher. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, it's not like yeah. we, we had so super high, you know, expectations for Tyron. We just 
all thought we could win. I mean, Nick hated yeah. him. Remember Nick said that, Gilbert? Nick was like, I hate Tyron. But actually, actually like, you did say that on the tech. You did say that. I know it's I private. We're not supposed to do that. You did say yeah. that. I know. I'm, I'm, I, pulling, I, I'm pulling a Dominic Cruz right now, bro. You so it's <laughs> it's love. That shit. Annoying the hey, fuck hey, I'm calling you out right now. It's love. <laughs> you know, there's a funny story. I uh, I got invited to Eve Edwards' birthday party one time. It was at a bowling alley in Highland Park, and he was like, oh, "Hey, that, nice, that old school Hot. one." Yeah, and I couldn't oh, make I it. Go. And hey, guess my who first was there? date. My first date with Cindy. Continue. Lame. Guess who was there? Tyrone Woodley. Tyrone or Tyron? Tyron. Tyrone. They call him both. I've heard people call him both. <laughs> uh, but he's Tyron. like, he's like, I call him T. But all right. <laughs> I like Tyrone Woodley, bro. I like yeah. him. I'm a fan, especially after seeing him talk uh, some shit with Westing. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Um, I hate him. I hate his fucking guts, especially after he lost. But out of all the UFC tied like welterweight champions, this might be a hot take, but Tyron Woodley's like his resume as far as the guys he beat as champ. I'm like, eh. out of all of them, out of wait, Usman, wait, wait, are you, what are you trying to say? Like, not that good? Oh, dude, yeah, saying? Usman's resume I, compared to like, Usman, so compared better, to GSP. Bro. I feel like well, Tyron Woodley at a very stacked welterweight division, he kind of got like. Right before it resurged, you know, right before yeah, yeah, yeah. there was a gang of contenders, it was kind of like on its downslope. Because remember that, that that Damian Maya fight was one of the most upsetting fights you could ever watch. <laughs> so dumb. Was it more upsetting than Damian Maya and Anderson Silva though? No, that was to not, me I'm, no. Yeah. Because Anderson when Silva, I watch Tyron, like, yeah, I hold Tyron Woodley at a very high, like. When he was t- champ and the way he knocked out Darren Till, I was like, no one's beating this dude. I was like, no one. He's smashing everybody. And if he pulled the trigger enough, I feel like he would have finished Damian Maya. He would have finished him in like the first two rounds because that fight shouldn't have lasted longer than two rounds. Yeah. You know, I wonder what was, I, I wonder what Woodley's mentality was when he fought Till. Because it's like, bro, if you just have that, you win a lot of your fights. This might be a hot take, but I feel like all the fights that he's won in devastating fashion, it just kind of happened. PEDs. You know? Like, it just kind of was like, that's just how the fight went down. And when he wins or he scores big early, he usually wins. Yeah. But if it's the other way around, it's it's kind of hard for him to dig himself out of a hole. That is true, though, when you think about what Nick said about the division. Like, at the time he won, right, Robbie Lawler was champion. But really only had Robbie Lawler, Carlos Condit, and uh, uh, what's his fucking name? Dong um, Young Kim? No, Kevin no, no, no. Gaslam? The, uh, the, can- the guy from Canada. Carlos Condit, Josh Kotchek? No, no, the Jake guy Rory. from Canada. Rory oh, McDonald. Oh, Roy McDonald, Jake Those Shield are, like, what? the guys, right? And it was, like, three. Yeah. Like, compared to now... You got Colby, you got uh, you got Usman, you got Burns, you got Vicente Luque, you got Chiesa. Can't remember you got, the name? Bro, you got you. you no, nah, I don't remember his name, so I, that's why I didn't say it. Um, you don't. You have <laughs> you have so much people there. So I do agree. Like at the time that he became champ and the people that he beat, it was kind of just like, all right. But do you look at Usman? Usman's basically clean out the whole division. He's beat yeah. every single person except for. Uh, the person I forget his name. What's his name? I'm supposed Roy to remember it. Oh, Belial, what? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 he got me. But, and, uh, but yeah. this is no disrespect to Tyron Woodley. We just have to say all this because he got knocked out by Jake Paul. We so we have to backtrack on all of his accomplishments, and we have to like second get. We have to second guess his reign as champ. 
That's the only way we could do this. We can, as the MMA community can move forward from this. Mm-hmm. It's the only way we have to, we have to, we have to kind of throw Tyron under the bus, unfortunately. All I'm going to say is that shit was fake. And, but hey, <laughs> shout out to Tyron Woodley. If I got offered a fuck ton of money, even if it wasn't, you know, kudos to Jake Paul. But if I got I'm offered a fuck ton of money already to take the fight, and then if they say they came around and be like, yo, let me knock you out for another fucking million. Oh, God. I'll be like, bro, I will, I will, I will shit myself on purpose after you knock me out and like stay stuck like this in a weird position <laughs> yeah, for a million dollars. You joking me? I'll take that in a heartbeat. You're going to pay me? I almost sucked Mark Hunt's dick for free, bro. You know what I mean? I I almost did that shit for free. Huh? All right. That's a lot of weird (laughs) fantasies. Uh, Darren Williams, uh, Frank Gore. If you like pushing and boxing, you'll love this fight. It was a lot (laughs) of guys falling and pushing. Stupid. Next thing, morning news. We <laughs> have <your> morning news. <laughs> Is it Deron or Darren? I've always called him Darren Williams because it was him and Chris Paul that were the top point uh, point guard picks. Darren Williams was like my favorite point guard for a really long time. On the Utah Jazz with him and Carlos Boozer? Yeah, dude. I followed his career a really long time. I loved him, man. And it was cool to see him fight. Okay, no. Nick. Doesn't want to chat about Darren Williams? No, right. we're good. He said it's a one okay. and done. If he had a career after, I would continue to watch. I literally did it. I didn't watch it, so I don't. Fucking Nick, know. it was a lot of pushing, man. Come on, what are we doing here? I liked it, dude. Oh, gross! Not a real fighter. I don't believe in you anymore. Oh, look, we are here looking back news. at it right now, too. He looking back at it. Hey. Uh, Dana Should White. <laughs> Guys, Dana White interested in Nate Diaz versus Dustin Poirier next. Ooh, do you That's guys fight. like this match up? Okay, you know what? Okay, this might be a better one. Michael also, Chandler. I'm sorry. Nate clear Diaz. all your downloads, man. Everyone's really bothered by it. Clear the downloads in the bottom. Like, seriously. God. Why do you always have to point that shit out? No one probably would have noticed. <laughs> also, maybe open with 7,000 out of the 7,600 emails you have. Okay. <laughs> no <laughs> guys uh we'll start with you nick uh you like that one right do you like that for dustin coming off a loss yeah i think that's the only fight that makes like that's a really good fight for, so you think dustin only dustin does money fights now you don't think he can keep up with the joneses I, I think he can but i think a fight like this is like hey this dude was talking mad shit about you when you lost right he was talking some fucking shit he is a big draw pay-per-view wise. He's probably the next pay- big pay-per-view draw besides Connor in that yeah, weight class, for sure. or, right? Yeah. Relative. So it's like, why not? And they're both style-wise for both guys. It's a favorable fight as far as for the fans. Everybody wins watching this shit. So I think that's a good fight. Uh, you wouldn't Alan, you wouldn't want to watch it? I'm watching that with you, dude. Right, I'm watching that with it. you, and I'm making you a steak. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Um. I like it. Uh, here's the thing, though. Uh, if you're uh-oh. a uh, uh-oh. if you're a Nate Diaz fan, you don't want to see that fight. Nope. I, I like Nate Diaz, so that's why I don't want to see that fight. I want to see it, but I don't because, dude, Dustin Poirier is about to hurt uh, Nate Diaz. And they're supposed to do that 170. Dude, Dustin Poirier is big, bro. Like, we, you've seen in his last couple lightweight fights, he's a big dude. He could probably go up to 170. And, you know, that I honestly, him going up to 170 – kind of like i get excited about it i'm like oh he, i think he could do good at 170 i think he'll be another give him some you know l- like give him like 
10, number 10 and like number eight first. So he can kind of still kind of grow into that weight class. But dude, Dustin might do really good at 170. You never fucking know, bro. There's some really good matchups for him. But so you don't I like do the li- Diaz Poirier thing. Okay. No, I do like it. But because I'm a Diaz fan, I don't want to see it. But I, but because I'm a Poirier fan, I do want to see it. But man, I just think, uh, I just think, uh, that is not a good matchup for Nate. I was just talking about this with Dylan them at, at Super Rare. It's just like the issue with the Diaz bros is that they wait too long to fight and they get older and older and older. If Nate, when Nate Diaz fought Michael Johnson, if you haven't watched that fight, go watch that. Nate Diaz looked like he looked like he great. could maybe be a fucking champion. I was like, what? holy shit. He but was looks- that also Michael Johnson? But Michael Johnson was good at that time, bro. He had knocked out Poirier, right? If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. he had, he was winning fights. So I forgot that. Wow. And I was just like, when he fought that fight, and then that's when he fought Connor next, and then beat Connor. But then he started taking these fucking. I'm gonna take two years off before I fight again. I'm gonna take another year and a half off. It's just like, bro, in this type of sport and in those weight classes that he's in, you can't do that. And I just think he's waiting too long. And maybe when he fought, if he would have fought Poirier when they were supposed to fight, this was like. Three years ago, maybe it would have been fine. But nowadays, bro, Dustin's about to put a beating on him. Damn. Okay. Well, I look forward to that. We, I think unanimously, we all would want to see that. Uh, let's move on to <laughs> uh, continuing with the Diaz, uh, with Nate Diaz. Uh, there was this video that popped up. Oh. Alex, you want to pull up the viral video? Yeah. Of him that. at the, I believe, the Woodley uh, Paul Two fight. Uh, as he was being escorted by uh, security, which I don't know why he was being escorted. Maybe they were just following him around at all events just to make sure nothing goes crazy. He uh, flinched at this guy, <laughs> an innocent bystander, who was holding a beer, and he threw the beer all over this place. He had a keg of and beer in his fucking cup, dude. He had, he had so, so much, much beer. beer. It, looked like it, was magic, so... it looked like a magic trick. Like the thing where the That's water, right. it just keeps coming out of the cup. It's shin limb, dude. It was shin limb. It's fucking shin limb. Um, but this guy... <laughs> A lot of people, oh, man, why would Nate, Nate Diaz is such a dick? Why would he do that to this innocent bystander? <laughs> Apparently, this man was talking shit uh, to him. And guess what? This man was also a fighter. His name is Caress Archer, known as One Punch. Um, he, I, be, I believe he's an MMA veteran. He also does uh, bare-knuckle boxing. He's um, mostly a boxer. He trains over at Body Shop. So uh, the guys from Super Rare know, know this guy because supposedly he trains... Have they said Over anything about him before? With Antonia. Yeah, they, they were telling me about him a little bit. <laughs> Did they say he's a tra- Because that's what word on the street is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's the word on the street? But I'm he's not on the street. He's, he's a trip. Like, he's just kind of a... Uh, once you watch his response to the video, you're like, ah, I see. Well, show, show the shin lit. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> also, how do you have that much beer? That's insane. I, can't, I they can't don't even they sell that. that much. They don't even sell that much beer. Look at that. Look at this. Look at the beer. <laughs> God damn it. See, Bro. I, think, I think it would have been... All, this is how this guy should have handled it. Yo, you got me, but I'm going to fuck your ass up. Like, let's fight. <laughs> like, that would have been way better. Or it's been like, bitch, you made me spill my beer. Let's go. Like, something like that. That, sh- that shit is really funny. That's it's, it's unanimously funny. Like, yeah, hey, bro, this hilarious. guy was all talking about how Whoa. Dana White game. Uh, I, was, I don't want to sp- speak too bad just because, like, I know people that know him and shit, but, like, say it. Two and, he was two and six, and he's all talking about he's about to knock out Nate Diaz in the first round, give him one fight. Be like, mm. hey, mm. He, he's doing what he got to do, though. He's taking the opportunity. That's what with this it. sport is now, man. 
He's yeah, Jake Paul in there, yo. I did look at his Instagram. He has a thousand followers. I mean, this might, you know, help him out a little 1600. bit. 1600. Okay. 1600. So we both would look at his Instagram. Put, put the All extra right, 600 on his name. All so right. everyone watching right now, follow him. And then the next day, unfollow him. So he gets excited. And then like his That's beer what... spills, we spill as well. Why Why you guys got to be mean to this dude, bro? He just, why are you guys kicking the man while he's because down? Because you, he you can't have that much beer and spill it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like drinking out of this. Like, oh, yeah. Bro, dude, dude what sucks, dude? You know, it was a bucket full you, of beer. You know, sometimes when you like shake and like you spill, and the, but they're still like half. Even if you drop your whole cup, you'll pick it up. There's still like half. Or half of it, yeah. Literally all of it was completely <laughs> out of the cup. There's literally none left in the cup. Dude. <laughs> you know, like, and it's whole, funny like, because it, when, you, when I first watched the video, I thought it was like completely random, right? But when you're replaying it, you see him kind of talk to him already. Like, Nate Diaz is, like, kind of listening, saying, yeah. doing something. And then he says, and then he flinches at him. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. It's it's the perfect video. I also, if you're going to talk shit to someone and, you know, like, don't have that much liquid. So when you flinch, it doesn't look as obvious because that, like, exaggerated the flinch so much. I will say this, dude. Nate looked big, right? Or am That's I what I'm saying. I think Nate he's bigger like than big. Dustin at 170. Let's go. He, he probably is, but the timing. Let's talk about the timing of the video being taken. Like that's some. That's very good. Hey, they're that's trying to get. Timing. They're trying to promote Nate because that Connor fight's coming up. They'll do that. Mm-hmm. They're going to do that trilogy. Come on, that's a good fight. It's going to be Ferguson and Connor. Watch. That's next. Um. All right. Let's get through some more of these stories. Uh, Anderson Silva to fight Jake Paul next? Question mark. I say don't do it, Anderson. Don't do it. And that's all I'm going to say. Nick, you're biting your lip like you're about to. Hook Mark Hunt. Um, look, I don't want Anderson Silva going out the way Tyron Woodley did, but I don't think he would. I feel like, and you don't look, think- Jake Paul is he's he's gotten a lot better. He's really good. Like, I want to say really, good. he's pretty good, but I he's still feel like an amateur boxer or or someone who, who boxes for a living with the same. You know, size that maybe same size, same skills and same time of training, I feel like would give Jake Paul a really hard fight. But what Jake Paul, I think, really thrives at and what Tyron Woodley doesn't thrive at is being able to fight under pressure. Mm. Like, say what you will about Jake Paul. He shows up and he performs. He's he's not supposed he's not supposed to be doing this well (laughs) against the guys with all the extra antics he does. That could be a distraction. He still does it. He shows up and he gets it done, man. So you got to give him credit. Uh, do I feel like if you were to fight Anderson, he'd, he'd win? No. I think Anderson, even on his worst day, would beat Jake Paul. God but damn. I that's just the level. I say, I say maybe, dude. That's just the level of uh, Anderson. Like, as far as boxing, like striking-wise, like he's he's a boxer. Jake Tyron Woodley talks like he's a boxer, but, he, but clearly he's not. Uh, yeah, don't it's forget, really, it, like... Sorry, but Anderson Silva just yeah. beat Julio Cesar drop Chavez, Jeez, bro. But also, yeah. that guy's like, you know, on the downhill. Nah, don't even do that, bro. He's I'm just trying to protect it. Anderson just in case you're that one bomb. No, no, then, no, because, then everything because, is goes to shit. Because here's Anderson the thing. Uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. beats up Jake Paul. Once Jake Paul fights like an actual, like, for real boxer, we'll, we'll see what's actually supposed to be happening. Yes, Nick. And one thing I'll say about fighting a guy like Tyron Woodley, 
I feel like a guy who just stands and sits in the pocket like the way he does and just kind of stands in front of you and is very inactive is a very is a lot easier of a matchup. But how is he going to do when he's got a guy like Anderson Silva that can counterpunch, who could initiate a lot of combinations, and he could do it all. He's got great head movement. He's got really good awareness, great footwork. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, Tyron Woodley can't necessarily hold a candle to any of uh, Anderson Silva's skills. Oof, candles. So, yeah, because same thing. I think Anderson Silva boxes Tyron. Anderson Silva beats the shit out of Tyron. Oh, I think he's the shit for sure. But that's yeah. the thing is Silva's big. Silva was the 85 champ. So it's, you know, he's going to be another big dude and he's tall and he's long. So I think, I hope that fight happens because that was, I, I did see someone say, like, I want to see that fight, but I don't because I, just in case, yeah, Jake Paul knocks him that's out. That's how I feel okay. too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to knock out the goat. Yeah. yeah. But I, I agree with, I, I, this I agree before. with, yeah, I know. I agree with Nick. I think Anderson, I would like to see that fight. I don't think it happens because I think Jake Paul knows, like, oh, that's a fight that I'm probably not going to win unless they pay Anderson a money. But I think Anderson got money. Bro, he got Burger King money. Come on. I don't think he's worried about it. He's good. Um, he's doing this for fun. That's what he's Of course. Doing. It's all for fun, for competition. Yeah. Uh, guys, uh, Claudia Gadella. Gadelia. 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 Uh, retires. Um, and I'd like to just say one of the reasons why she said uh, she was retiring is because she uh, was feeling some a lot of pain from concussions. And guess Ooh. what? Her Ooh. as a fighter, good job for retiring. Like, yeah. this is a smart person that knows what's going up, going on with her body, and she retires. Also, I think what a cool way also to retire like she had a lot of stuff already planned she went back to school got a, it's like a nutrition wow. program trying to get a degree she also uh is now working with the ufc and she's helping uh, fighters from brazil transition over to america like if you're gonna retire this is the way to do it know that you need to and then have a future afterwards so shout out to her she's great um so yeah i just asked you guys uh any moments from her um, career that you enjoyed, whether it was a fight or a press conference or just a storyline. I think we all love the Joanna Claudia uh, Ultimate Fighter. That whole thing was fun. I like when they were in the yeah. ring. They was like this close to each other. And they're like, say it, say it, then. say it. And I was kind of like, why am I feeling so weird right now? I don't know why. <laughs> why my body acting say different it. right say now? It. I don't know what's going on. Like, live God is the best. No, but I like I like Claudia, but all I all I can remember right now recently is how she got that win over Angela Hill, but it was like robbed, you know, Angela Hill the split. <laughs> He's still holding that. But that's it happened to her again. Yeah, I know. We, we forgot again, to talk dude. about that, but Hill got robbed. Robert again. But um, one of my favorite moments is when she was on the Ultimate Fighter. I really enjoyed her. Her being personality, yeah, came out. I was like, she's really cool. I like her. I've been a fan ever since. He, you know what's crazy? I thought of always of Claudia as like, oh, she's like a top three fighter. And I was like, let me look at her resume. Like, and I realized that she came from Invicta, won one UFC fight, then fought Ioana, lost a split, then fought another fight, and then automatically went into the ultimate fighter. I was fighting for a championship. Like, I didn't realize I was at she, the... didn't, she didn't have a lot of UFC cred before that. Yeah, weird. that was I, that was during the time uh, when so this, the, the division was kind of weak. That's because that's because uh, I think they did the Ultimate Fighter, and that's how they got Rose the division. Yeah, that's how that's how the division started. So that I think they needed 
fighters and claudia at the time was like she was the girl like she was the girl beating the shit out of everybody and who could give uh joanna a good a good test yeah but like and not, she did she and she did she, she was not in the ufc that's a i thought i yeah. thought she was in the ufc longer i just i didn't realize yeah. how she, it was a quick rise but you know what's crazy is like that's how the sport changed like that's how crazy it was mm. Like there, there used to just not be anybody in the women's division, even more so than now. So like it's pretty 45. interesting to see how that grows. Ooh, and then ooh. shout out to uh, her body. Alex's favorite type of female body is Claudia. That's the ideal Same. one, guys. So, ladies, if you're listening, get those eight packs. Let's go. Be Claudia. Uh, our final piece of news. This is a fun one. Uh, Jorge Masvidal, game bread, gets pushed game by bread. a 17-year-old TikToker. Um, this is interesting. This is kind of like that, uh, you know, the trolls on the internet, like even that, like in you know social media or whatever, talk all the shit. But then sometimes it seeps into the real world because they feel like they got that like uh, that ego where they can just do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish this video would have ended with him getting socked in the face. Yeah, but unfortunately, it did not. Masvidal tried to fight me. <laughs> the voice, yeah, like. Dude, ready the TikTok voiceover, bro? That's the, like. All content, man. It's annoying. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate how the kid's like, I'm 17. I'm 17. It's like, bro. They don't touch another per. Like, don't touch someone. What are you doing? It's like, you shouldn't beat the shit out of them. That should be allowed, I think. And yeah, don't do that and be like, I'm 17. I'm 17. I'm 17. Like, what the fuck, bro? So I, I followed up with the story a little bit and he came up with his own, another TikTok mm-hmm. and he's talking about how I never pushed him. All I said to him was that Do Jake know what Paul actually happened? you out. I don't know. He okay. says, um, you know, Jake Paul's going to knock you out. And then I guess Jorge Masvidal didn't like that. So his managers grabbed his phone and deleted the video of him talking shit. Like, so it's just like, it's all nonsense. Who knows? TikTok should be eliminated from this earth i think whoa okay follow me on tiktok at nick the ear do you have a tiktok follow me i think i do yeah oh i don't know if you put content on there i'm going to i think i don't know i think i have to do you or do you just do it what alex does put on ig store is that what it's called ig store reels ig might as well do both you know what i mean might as well do both or they can start making these platforms for them or they can just stop making these platforms yeah no more guys uh fights that make you want to act uh, Ooh. we got Rose and Carlos Barza finally after the Ultimate Fighter all these years is 100% next. Um, said by Dana White. Uh, we also got Song Yong Dong versus Marlon Moraes, yum yum, yep. and a potential fight. We have Johnny Walker versus our boy Jamahal Hill. Jamahal, Jamahal, we gotta get him on the podcast. Jamahal, Jamahal Hill. Hill. Um, Alex, we'll start with you. What fight makes you act up? Out of all three of those, probably Johnny Walker, Jamal Hill. Just because, like, that's Are a you a fan of Johnny fight. Walker? I thought you didn't like him. No, um, I'm not, like, not a fan, but I'm, like, he's he's just a fighter he's to me. Yeah, he's not a fan. I remember um, you like, hating this dude. But uh, J- Jamal Hill, I think it's because that's a good Jamal. fight. It's a good striking fight. I do think Jamal wins, but, like, Song Yedong and Marlon Marais, it's just, like, Marlon's going to get knocked out. Like, that. we already know what the fuck's going to happen with that. And then is he? I love I love Rose and Carla. I just that fight's cool. It just doesn't Not get exciting. me like, super excited. You know, Not exciting. Yeah, that's why Johnny Walker, Jamaha Hill makes me act. I'll tell you exactly how the song and dong fight's gonna go. Wait, Nick, what fight makes you act up? 
I'll, I'll say Jamaha Hill. Jamaha. <laughs> cool, man. Really but this. I'll tell you, I'll tell you how Song Yudong's fight goes. So Marlon Marais starts off heavy, cracks mm-hmm. Song, right? Rocks him a little bit. And then immediately Marlon Marais slows down. Immediately. <laughs> and then Song Yudong uses Chinese power and he fucking KOs him. That's what's gonna happen. Right hook. Bang. Overhand. Dang That's what's no. gonna happen. Um I am going to say the fight that makes me act up is uh, Song Yong Dong versus Marlon Marais. Uh Rose <laughs> and Carlos Barza, uh, like Alex said, it's like cool, but it's like not that. It, I don't know. There's nothing exciting about it. I think mostly because it's Carlos Barza. And like she has the potential to win that fight. So that's why I'm just like, yeah, she probably can win that fight easily. Honestly, I think it's a good fight. Is it a good fight or is it just a dominant fight if Carla, you know, executes her game plan? I think it's going to be a very scrambly fight, and I think it's going to be. I think Dude, Rose, when on. she fought Nick her the first time, turn off the sirens, Nick. Sorry, um, <laughs> he's like she's going to leave in these sirens. <laughs> <laughs> when when Rose fought her the first time, her game wasn't as developed as it is now. I think. So I think she's only getting better. I think she has a ground game that's going to be able to. We saw it against Zhang. We saw the ground game that's going to be able to. Um, eliminate fight off her back and then also be on top so i feel like we're gonna see some fun scrambles in that fight i think it's gonna be a lot better than you expect boys so, whoa nick is trying to say yeah. we better act up because yeah. those fights make me act up all right guys that <laughs> is our show uh for today um alice we'll start with you uh do you have any messages uh for the uh mma world or for the chicken wingling layers um just Stay up. We got four weeks off of fights. Just stay up. Have fun. It's have a Merry Christmas. Make sure you go buy something from Manscaped with 20% off using the code We Out Here. We out here. Here do you know. Nick got his shampoo and his body wash today. Nice. And his chapstick. Um, no, you got me the second drop because I was already using it. So no. Yeah. yeah. So stupid Al. You got re up, dude. Re up. Um, just have fun. Have a Merry Christmas and have a holly jolly, jolly Christmas. Christmas. It's the best time of the year. Hey, we're gonna get flagged for copyright. Come on. Uh next thing it different. You know, always to everybody that watches, I appreciate you guys for watching. I appreciate you guys commenting. I appreciate you guys liking the video. And um, what I will say is Next week, we're going to do a end of the year We Out Here MMA special because it's going to be the last week before the New Year's. So in the comments below, you know, just throw out some categories of best of 2021 MMA edition that you guys want to see us cover. Just a couple ideas, and maybe we'll throw that in the show in the next week. But, yeah, whatever categories you guys have, make it fun. Make it fun. Make it very fun. And, Alan, don't, we have a, no and don't, we have a, don't we have a giveaway for this Christmas, Alex, what are we giving away? We giving away that manscape. Oh, fucking lawnmower 4.0, baby. You heard it Let's here, guys. Go. We are giving away, and this is all pre planned a manscape lawnmower 4.0. And the way you win this thing is through a subscription based thing called YouTube. <laughs> subscribe here. <laughs> so you have to subscribe. <laughs> Like the video and leave a comment down below. And Alex, what is that comment they have to leave? What question do they have to answer? They have to answer this question. All right. And it's got to be something that entertains us. Keep it like question like, you know, like that. 
What's the that point? entertains us? Like we get to like laugh. That's like the funniest joke or something or something All like right. that. When you go get your coffee from anywhere, you get your <laughs> okay. coffee. Do you get a venti? Just because you think you can drink all that coffee? <laughs> or do you get a grande because you're realistic and be like, okay, I only need this much? And you have to answer in one of those ways. And you have to type exactly what he said to be registered in the giveaway. Yes. Um, guys, next week we will announce good that Good luck, winner. guys. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. Make <laughs> sure you watch the end of this video. Uh, good luck. And uh, we'll pick the winner at the beginning of the episode next week. Uh, mm-hmm. Hit that music. Uh, Belil. I remember your name and I respect you, brother. Me too, bro. I do respect him. He's just not my favorite fighter. You don't respect his name? I like him. I really do. I think he's a good guy. I think he's a good guy for the sport, but, you know. Pick the music. We out here. MMA. Not podcast, but show. Yeah, we talking things that you probably didn't know.